This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the movie podcast review of The Night House. My name is Shabazz, and of course, I'm joined by Daniel. Are you okay? <laughs> You okay? You no. Know. <laughs> was that a ghost? No, almost. Yeah. No, I'm I, like, why I, is my whole TV shaking right now? I lifted up my elbow. I didn't judge that. You know, the table here. We're a little further back than we normally are today, which is no fault of anyone's, but we just are a little bit more closer to the TV. I think Damon wanted us to get inside of his television. Yeah, to haunt him. <laughs> Why would he want that, though? <laughs> he wants us to haunt him? I don't know. He's just at home like, hope I get scared tonight. <laughs> also, I think there's easier ways than <laughs> being close to my television. I'll be honest with you. I guess. I, you know what? We, we weren't thinking that clearly. But uh, the voices you're hearing right now, the ones laughing and the ones in pain. Anthony, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Are you sure? Uh, well, I was doing well. We'll have to cut off your arm, I think. We have to amputate that for sure. Yeah, it's not looking good. <laughs> it's not looking good, dude. Let's it's just, turning blue. Let's just take him out to the back and end it for him. Yeah, you know, old yeller. That'll yeah. be great. <laughs> and Daniel. Daniel, how are you today? I'm okay. I hope my TV stands okay, though. It was always cracked, right? Like, there was yeah, always a giant my crack. My TV always it? had, was split into two, <laughs> right? <laughs> if your TV could scream, or your TV... Uh, Stand? Shall stand could scream. It w- would be screaming. It would oh, be wow. screaming. Yeah. I see some tears. You got a nice fisticuffs with the uh, TV stand there. <laughs> <laughs> As always, you can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week, just like this week where you were watching out. And we dropped this review on you that you haven't fully heard yet because you're at the beginning of the episode still. <laughs> where we drop all the reviews on the latest movies and series and make sure to follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterbox, and we also have this fancy new email, and I'm using quotations because I'm not sure if that's the correct word. I thought you just pronounced email. Uh, email? Email. Is that a guy from a movie probably that we've seen? Yeah, maybe. Probably. Um, email, where it's at, oh, sorry, Woo. <clears throat> it's not that at all. It's hello at the moviepodcast.ca. You can write in, let us know what you thought about The Night House, if you got a chance to watch it, or what you're watching or how you're doing. Talk to us. Let us know what's going on. And check on our show notes for all the all that stuff below. All that stuff's there. Can You'll I just find say it. hello is such a great, like, email Isn't link? It? Yeah. It's a great one. Right? I would have been like, what do you want? What do you want at the moviepodcast.ca? What you, what's your problem at the moviepodcast.ca? Forget about it. At the movie, all these aliases that Andy's created, so aggressive, people are writing in like threatened. What would be like, um, yeah. 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 Are you sure you really want to say this it's, it's at the movie podcast? Like, yeah. Question mark. Even though you can't put question marks in emails. Anthony's no, he, one he actually here. wrote question mark. <laughs> yeah. Question mark. Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> at the movie podcast. Please, please don't send any emails to those. Only at Honestly, hello. they're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. And they be like, yeah. Sender. Goodbye at the movie podcast.ca. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't, don't, even, don't even email us at the movie podcast.ca. Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's jump into some announcements. Daniel, I heard you've got some great announcements for us. Hey, you know, they're all right. Oh, you know, there are only some amazing special guests okay. that we've had on the show. 
Tony Bancroft, Tara Strong, Gabriel Berestein, Billy McClellan, Kate Heron, and just recently, Cinco Paul, the creator and writer of Schmigadoon, one of our favorite shows of the year. Definitely go look through our movie podcast feed. Look for these incredible interviews. We're so lucky to have the creators and people behind the films and shows that we love talk to us about them. And we got a lot more planned, so stay tuned. Um, you have lots of reviews available on the movie podcast feed, like Shay said, The Suicide Squad, Free Guy, The Green Knight, and more. And uh, we'll have some more films coming out very soon, like Shang-Chi and Candyman. Um, that's not one movie. Those are two separate movies. Shang-Chi versus the Candyman. Shang- Shang-Chi <laughs> who's, who's winning? and the legend of the Candyman. Who's, <laughs> who's winning? Who's winning that fight? Picture that in my head. That'd be why. a great fight. <laughs> They're just like he Shang-Chi is yelling Candyman <laughs> in the mirror to fight him. <laughs> Yo, beer! <laughs> Show yourself. <laughs> uh, and of course, we are officially accredited for the Toronto International Film Festival, which is taking place in September. So stay tuned for all of our coverage and reviews from the festival thank you so much for that's that. all i got for you that's all you got that's, that's all, all I got. that's more than i wanted actually. you know uh, now you know all i want now is shang chi versus the candy man <laughs> i really want to pitch that to, to disney and be we'll like, listen disney universal. universal come on guys come on <laughs> you you've heard of like jurassic park and fast and furious you heard of freddy versus jason yeah. well now here you go shang chi versus <laughs> the, the candy man, man. The movie we're talking about today is The Night House, directed by David Bruckner and starring Rebecca Hall. This movie will be available in theaters only August 20th, 2021. Thank you to our friends over at Searchlight Pictures for sending us this film to watch. Daniel, what is this movie all about? Reeling from the unexpected death of her husband, Beth is left alone in the lakeside home he built for her. She tries as best as she can to keep it together, but then the nightmares come. Disturbing visions of a presence in her house calling to her, beckoning her with a ghostly allure. Against the advice of her friends, she begins digging into her husband's belongings, yearning for answers. What she finds are secrets both strange and disturbing. A mystery she's determined to unravel. That was very good. That was a very good reading. I didn't write this myself. Oh, well, never mind then. Uh, Anthony, what were your first reactions to The Night House? Going into this movie, I... I remember watching the trailer, <clears throat> I want to say two months ago, like a month ago. I feel like, yeah, yeah, it was like really, yeah. And I forgot this movie was coming out. Yeah. But I didn't have high hopes for it. I just, I just didn't think it was going to be a movie that I would really connect with. Super surprised. I really, really enjoyed this film. Mm-hmm. Like as a horror film, it brought me back to, uh, there was a Kevin Bacon film that was done in the 2000s. Uh, the, um, what Lies Beneath? No, that was Harrison Ford. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name. Oh. But it was just there was a horror aspect to it, um, but not it wasn't. Hollow Man, right? It was um, not Hollow Man. No. Okay. Stir of Echoes. Stir of Echoes. Yeah, it okay. just brought me back to that that time period. I brought you back to the Echoes. Um, but this one also has vibes of Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil too much, but I think the trailer does. <laughs> Did you not want to spoil that the man was invisible? Yeah. Which part? <laughs> no, but like man. it just, I, it just. Gave me those those feels, it and did, I definitely. really, really, really enjoyed it. I think Rebecca Hall was fantastic. She plays this um, widow who's dealing with the death of her husband, and you know, you know those that that's line "Don't go digging." Well, mm-hmm. she goes digging, and she finds some awful things, and it uh, and there's some some supernatural things that also happen. And I liked how they took those two elements together mm-hmm. to tell the story. A lot of it is solo acting, which I also like. So yeah. she's on her own quite mm-hmm. a bit of the, in this movie. So you just see her her art come out. Her right. performance is fantastic. 
Um, she also has like this horror look to her. Like she just feels like someone who would be great in a horror film from the 70s. So it just works for this type of movie. She has a very long face. Dang, we were talking about it. She has big eyes. You're talking about long face. <laughs> no, because you're talking. Like such a- <laughs> no, you, guys are, you guys met up, sat down, no, and were like, let's you, talk about Rebecca's long you face. Want to have a, yeah, no, she just has like the type of face that you would see, like from like uh, like an actress from like the 100%. 70s or something, right? Yeah. Just like Tony Collette. Very yeah. similar. Not that she has yeah. like a super long face. That no, but she, like, this, no, but she, but she has the she has this the look. That, yes. that she fe- that she would like, feel she right at home be, in a horror she, film. Like, I, I and she does. When we were watching this movie, I told Daniel, I'm like, I could totally see her in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with the Manson family. She mm-hmm. could totally yeah. portray one of those characters. Yeah. These are all compliments, though. These are not... <laughs> these sound awful, <laughs> by are, the way. These sound you know, so I could mean, really see that long face of her. You're killing somebody. And I, I really like the editing. There were certain sequences where um, they, they kind of jump from one scene to another, especially when she's with her friend in the the room and yes. she's about to sleep and she's crying and then she wakes up because she hears a scream yeah but it's like a different time it's it was so cut, seamlessly yeah. done um really 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 well done film i'm with there you know i'm right i'm right there with you i think going into this film you know this premiered at sundance in 2020 mm. and it still hasn't come out yet obviously we had the pandemic but i remember seeing that first poster for it and it just again no offense to whoever created the poster but it's literally rebecca hall with like an invisible hand on her neck and you're just like okay this doesn't look that great it looks like it's like a a play on like the invisible man but what's interesting about this is that like the invisible man you're watching every single frame of this movie because the way it's shot as well makes you always feel like there's a looming presence there Mm -hmm. and i love that i love that every scene i felt uneasy every scene i didn't know Oh, is this the kill shot? Right. Is this is it is this gonna be where like you just she like looks blah. one way and then blah her neck snapped or something like that, mm-hmm. right? So I th- this this film made me feel really uneasy, like Anthony said. I think the editing was great. I think just the tension that it built throughout was awesome. I think the weakest points of this movie are some of the supernatural elements. I again we won't go into them to reveal them. But I think on its own, like this movie just as a as a horror film, there's a lot to really enjoy here and just like go on the ride of this. I think if you try and pull the threads of a little bit more, I think that's where right. it may start to unravel for you. But um, I just think as, as like a horror, like this film will scare you. This film will make you feel uneasy. Um, and I like that. I think it's a shame that it's coming out at the end of August because I don't know how many people are going to watch it, especially in the climate that we're in right now with COVID and everything like that. But yeah, I, re- I actually really, really enjoy this film. Yeah. Uh, you know, same as you guys here with this movie. I think what, what I really enjoyed about this film was <clears throat> it was a it was it was a psychological thriller in my opinion. You know, there's definitely horror elements to it, uh, but it tackles a lot of important topics as well. You know, you deal with grief and you deal with someone's mental well being. This film really does a good job of addressing those. Yes, it gives it more of a fantastical element because it, it you know it's a movie at the end of the day, but the ending message, the ending that I got from it, I was like, a I didn't expect this movie to be this good, and b wow. It was really good. <laughs> so yeah. it really caught me off guard. I really liked all the characters that, you know, you, they kind of show up here and there, um, what the story kind of shows, but I also loved the, the atmospheric visual elements this movie creates. You, This is a movie you really got to pay attention to what's happening in the background sometimes because it'll be a really wide shot. And then all of a sudden you'll see just like this, this shadowy figure just turn its head yeah. when you least expect it. And I, and I really liked that because it wasn't a scare, like a jump scare, but it was something that just made me get all creepy crawly, I think. It was mm-hmm. how I felt. 
And I really enjoyed Re- Rebecca Hall's, you know, acting. She was, she sold it. She sold me as a woman who just had her husband pass away. Just suicide. <laughs> okay. I've seen so many women like that and I'm always hanging you, around. You know, it's interesting though. Like her husband. So yeah, her husband does, um, does die. Like he commits suicide. Um, and there's a scene in this film where it's like she's back to work and it's like a week later. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like, why is she back at work already? And then Shay's like, well, it's also the state. So they, yeah. They, yeah. they may not have had any. Uh, well, I think it was more of I need to move find on. work to do to be distracted. <laughs> yeah, the best scene was with, be the, with one of the good, better scenes. Not better, but one of the memorable scenes was the movie with uh, the the scene with the the mother who comes in yes who's like asking why her kid got a, a c when it yeah and she just tells her the whole story like just straight faced mm-hmm. she's like what do you want it does he want to be i'll give him b yeah. you want oh but my, do you my want husband's head? dead yeah he just shot his head off yeah it was it was a really good moment because i felt like every teacher watching that scene so i'd be like yeah i've done this yeah yeah <clears throat> i've wanted to yeah just like to a parent, just, just really to a parent, parent right? Led into them. Um, but yeah, this movie does a really good job of creating that tension. Each scene feels like it's placed so methodically that when you're watching it, you feel nervous. Now, yes, are there elements that I maybe wasn't a big fan of? Totally. This movie isn't without its flaws, but again, this is a movie that I did not have huge expectations for. But I was completely surprised, and I had a really, really good time with it. Yeah, and I think you know, it's it's very easy to compare this with The Invisible Man because. It's, Which is a movie we also enjoyed. It's a movie we also enjoyed, but again, like like both of these films, it's one of those things where the ending is going to be make or break for Correct. you. Correct. I think both the Invisible Man and this, the they they wobble on the ending a lot. Yeah, you know, and, I, and as much as I love the Invisible Man and wait, like ninety percent of that movie, I think the ending is what left a little bit desired. I think with this film too, um, it left me in a spot where it's like I understand why it's ending here. This is a story they're they're telling, but it also left me feeling. Like, I don't know where mm-hmm. things go from here. And maybe right. that's the feeling they wanted you to feel, you know, not to, not to give a, not, definitive, we're not spoiling yeah. the ending or giving a definitive answer, but you're also left in a place where like, okay, now where do we go from here is what's going to be addressed from this. And I almost, I almost feel like maybe one more scene of something could have mm-hmm. fleshed it out, or maybe you don't need that. Maybe they thought, you know what, this is where it needs to end. We've yeah. told our story. Yeah. But uh, like I said, like, I think the super, some of the supernatural elements um, as cool as they are, there is a sequence in this film that when we watch it, I'm like, man, I feel like people are going to make fun of this. Yeah. Because it just, uh, I won't spoil it. If you watch the movie, you'll probably know. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, this feels like but something I, people I will make fun of on social media. Me too. I was like, man, yeah, people might make fun of this. But yeah. yeah. I wonder, like, I wasn't really paying attention to, like, the backgrounds of, of a lot of the scenes. I wonder how much we've actually missed That's with right. the character. Oh, that, yeah, definitely. This supernatural being being around. He's like the watcher, yeah. man. He's just always just yeah. there. So I wonder, like, were there. Was he present in a lot of the scenes that were just normal here and there talking mm. type of thing? Yeah, so I possible. would love to rewatch it and just try and to like that. look for those. Watch the background, yeah. And, yeah. and that's and that's the nice thing with this movie, right? Like it, like when when that first scene happened, where you like you see like some shadowy figure, you're like, oh my god, I am on edge every shot now. This movie, I'm thinking something is watching her. Yeah. yeah. So that's really good, just visual storytelling. And the story mm. is so simplistic and there's a lot of detail that's added to build on these characters where it's not over complicated or mm. over communicated in a sense it right. makes sense and it, it just flows I, I enjoy that the film didn't rely on exposition because again it is a simple story but when they explain the certain moments they're memorable enough that they didn't have to keep harping on it so when it came to 
the ending of this film, I was like, oh, they're referencing this moment from earlier on. Right. It's that not, they only said once, but it was enough for me to remember. Right. And it's it's not one of those things where you're introducing a new element or anything like that. No. This is something that's been consistent. And like you said, Shay, I think this film does a really good job of just showing somebody who's dealing with depression, dealing with grief. the loss of her husband and grief and trying to find a way to make things make sense. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, she stumbles upon something that I think you know, once you've opened that box, you can't close it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This again, I, I really hope this movie does well because it, it deserves it in my opinion, but um, you know, being theaters only, I think it's definitely going to have a lot, a big hurdle to kind of climb. So let's mm-hmm. get into our recommendations for the night house. Let's start off with Anthony. I would say uh, if you're down for a, a horror movie in August, definitely go watch it. But it's it's not something you have to go watch it right away. This is an add to queue for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you're looking for something to watch in the theaters and you've already watched Free Guy, yo, if you have your Cine Club, yeah, uh, this is a great membership? Cine Club membership movie. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Regular screening doesn't have to be ultra AVX. You, this is great for like the afternoon too. Yeah. But if not, this is an add to queue when it ever whenever it comes to a streaming service or to a digital platform. Fantastic film. Game over yourself. Uh, you know, I'm right there with Anthony. This is an add to queue. I would say if you want to go check it out in theater sooner, catch it on a Tuesday um, or use your Cinema Club membership for it. I had a really great time with it. I think this is a film that kept me unnerved and interested the whole time, uh, but not necessarily one I think you have to rush out and go see. So definitely add it to the queue um, or go check it out on a Tuesday because I think you're going to have a really good time with this. Yep. Three for three with you guys. Add to the queue. Um, maybe put it to the top of the queue because it's, it's a good film. And also, just like you guys said, if you have a Cine Club membership or wherever you are, if you have some sort of a movie theater membership, go ahead and use it or go watch it on a Tuesday where it might be a little bit cheaper. Uh, but definitely, definitely a good time. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of The Night House. Don't forget, you can catch a new episode of The Movie Podcast every single Monday and watch out for review episodes on all the latest movies and series. Follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the Movie Podcast. Make sure to write in at hello at the moviepodcast.ca and go ahead and give us those five stars on Apple Podcasts. We're trying to hit 200, and it'd mean a lot if you could do that. Check out our show notes for all those links and more. That was this time with the Movie Podcast, and we'll see you next.